everything caravan and camping. They've got everything. Hi, great to have you with us with our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast, sponsored by ECC Parks. My name's Scotty Hillier from Channel 7. Now, every week, we are going to take you to an ECC Park destination around this great country of ours. We're going to get you there safe with our weight and towing masterclasses. We've got tech tips. We're going to chat with influencers as well as you, the listeners. We want to hear your questions, where you've been, what you're up to, something you want to know, something I haven't said, all of that. And every week, we're going to chat to the greatest chef ever given an open fire at a set of tongs, none other than Harry Fisher from Fire to Fork. I'm pretty excited. Let's go. Come on. Now, ECC, it's a 24-7 marketplace for all things caravanning, camping, and four-wheel driving. With more than 10,000 products available from hundreds of popular brands, you'll find everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter and save a further 10% off the best brands, products, and prices. They're only a click away. Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. Oh, I hope you're enjoying this, our ECC podcast. It is one of the more popular segments. Not that everything isn't popular, but it's our Weight and Towing Masterclass with Dave Lewis. How are you, Dave? G'day, Scotty. How are you today? Getting ready for your next fishing trip somewhere. Oh, I know. We've had, what did I do last year? Rocky and Townsville and Cairns and Morton Island. It's not about me. It's not about me. There's other I could talk about myself all day. Hey, mate. Oh, I know. You do a great <laughs> job. Love your shows. Oh, thank you, mate. Hey, what we're going to talk today is about Pre-checks before you go from, say, for example, you're doing a trip to Cairns from the sunny coast and you're going to make five stops. How often are you doing your little pre-checks? Is that the right word I'm using? You're probably going to help me. Yeah, yeah, pre-departure check. Pre-departure check. check. Talk talk me through that and what we should be doing and locking and how, how often. Yeah, so every time we book that caravan of the car, we've got to do a number of checks. Obviously, there's a lot going on at the back of the car with the hitch, the chains, the shackles, every weight distribution hitch if you've got one of those, yep. also the breakaway system. There is a lot of things to remember right at that back of the car, and people really need to take their time in doing it. Because, yep. for instance, I've only got a small caravan, but I've got seven things I've got to check there. And I've got to make sure that they're all done because we don't want caravan popping off the back of the car or something no. like that going on. No. What I usually do is I'll, I'll hitch everything up. And I and the other thing I would say is, especially when you're leaving a caravan park, especially with me, people usually come over to me as I'm leaving and say, oh, could I get a card? I want to talk to you about yeah. I might give you a call. If I lose my concentration on what I'm doing there, I need to go and reset and redo it again because I don't want to make, I do want to make sure that I get it all 100% correct and I check it three times. And I guess, Dave, so, a good example of that is you've done three check spots. You're nearly at Cairns, and you're thinking, look, every check, nothing's been wrong. You know what? I'm going to have me bacon and egg burger and coffee this morning. She'll be right, mate. And keep on going. That's right. Everything like that. The idea is you've got to make sure you check all your lights, everything else. And obviously, once you've checked all that towing equipment, as we call it, it, then it's a really good idea to walk around the caravan. Now, just last week, I saw a caravan going down the highway with the antenna up. Now, yeah, that's be, probably be, not that dangerous, yeah, yeah. I dare say if, it, if he didn't stop and do it, that antenna probably would have shaken off. There's a lot of things like there's the side table, for instance. I have seen a caravan going down the highway with the side table down. I haven't yet seen one going down the highway with the side table down with the toaster still on it, but I but I have seen one with the table down. And obviously the side step getting the caravan. Yeah, that's, yeah, out, that's another thing. So go come for, up. What else, what else yeah, are you looking for? What else are you looking for if you little check? You walk around tyres, yeah, I guess. Yeah, anything, 
Yeah, and that's right. Anything, and that applies to the car too, Scotty. You've got the kayak on the top. Make sure that those straps are on there and they're yeah. tight. Make sure that there's nothing that you left, on, nothing that's not checked. Everything's got to be checked. So that, that walk around is priceless. Obviously, a lot going on at the hitch. More importantly, walk right around the van, check all those lights, check everything that, that should be locked up. And obviously, that's on the outside of the van. We do need to, when we, before we shut that door of a valve the caravan and hitch it up to the car, it's a really good idea just to go and make sure all the cupboards are shut inside. Yeah. You've turned the gas off, for instance. Yeah. That All these things just make sure that when you get to your next destination, everything's going to be nice and kosher and you're going to be, you're going to be safe. But it's not hard to forget something because there's so many things to remember. Especially yeah. if you're hitching it up. Oh, and you must speak to a lot of people. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. We took off and had the aerial up, the hatch open, the door open. Yes. It's happened. It happened yep. a lot, doesn't it? Oh, that's right. As far as brakes, as far as the when you hitch the electronics up, uh, the brakes and the lights and everything for the caravan, it's a really good, and this is an industry recommendation, it's really good to, when you get into the car and you get your lovely wife or down the back and say, look, can you check the lights for me? And we do this now. Turn everything on. Put the lights on. Put your yeah. foot on the brake. Yep. Put the indicators on all at the same time and then individually check them because when that caravan is under full load, in other words, the lights are on, the indicators are going, the brake lights are on, if there's going to be a fault in that electrical system, yep. that's probably when it's going to show up. Yeah. Then go through your normal thing, I'm going to check the right indicator, left indicator. But it is a really good idea to put that caravan under full load with all those lights on and everything just to make sure that there's not a fault when it's under that full load. Uh, perfect, mate. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there nodding their heads going, great advice. Uh, mate, how can people catch up with you? Phone number 0477897700 or website is mobilecaravanwaying.com.au. Happy to have a chat to any of your yeah. uh, loyal listeners. If yeah. they've got individual problems, we're more than happy to help have a chat with them over the phone. Good on you, Dave. We'll chat again, my friend. Thanks, Scotty. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying this, our ECC, Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. It's Tech Tip. Jeez, I'm having, getting that out beautifully, aren't I? Tech you tip, are, mate. Don't say it quick. I want you to go quick. Say Tech Tip Top. <clears throat> this is Charlie's Tech Tip Time. Oh, Scott oh, oh, listen in while we give it a spin. Oh. Charlie's Tech Tip Time. Oh, I, can't, I keep <laughs> How you been, mate? I've been doing well, mate. Yeah. Been doing well. It's been a hot summer. Yeah, it's been crazy. Big man, I do like to sweat. <laughs> You'd be loving it too, mate. It's, I haven't. There hasn't been a rainy day. Nothing's been good. A little bit. those storms. The, the storms coming through the southeast and that, but and when they come through, the rain moves the muddies, and we get a bit crabbing done. So it's good. Okay, it's nice. Muddies. But tech tip. This one yeah. is what I have to call a very space-saving product. Ooh. Now, it is roll-up hose reels, flat-out international. They've got the full range, all different lengths, sullage hoses, water hoses, everything, and it all rolls up into a nice, compact plastic carry case Okay. that you can then store nice and easy. So store all... You don't even need a caravan. You could be going on, unless you've got water attached to the vehicle yeah. and your canopy, but otherwise no more so for the RV world. Yep. And it just stores all up in a nice little... And I'm, like for me especially, it's, you know, whenever we use or all the time when we use our, especially yeah. our sullage hose, that's yeah. probably the one hose you just it's yeah. got that, yeah. that aura around it of I don't really want to touch this. Yeah. And this product makes that possible. Literally, I can grab the end of the case and it's got a little wind handle. Wow. I just unhook it. So there's pro- some. F- so you might have two or three of these. Exactly. All the different yeah. hose for the fresh whatever and, and that, yep. that hose. And Freshwater hose, sullage hose. All of that. Yeah, everything. And it... Nice compact case, so it just yeah. stacks up on each other in a nice sto- a little area. Look at you go. My tech tip wizard, Charlie Boy. We'll have something new next week. That's it, mate. Something new every week. Get on you, buddy. Oh. Come on. 
let's go. Everything caravan and camping. Okay, it's time to catch up with who I call a veteran of the RV world, the caravan world. Chris Michelle, fame with Sunseeker and Vision RVs. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks, Scotty. That's the way, mate. Now, we've caught you at an appropriate time because we're talking in this segment about people that live, eat and breathe caravans or the RVs. You're on the road, you're doing this, you're doing that. couple of tips. And, mate, Christmas time, you've just been away with the fam. Tell us about the van you took, who you got with you and where you are. Mate, I'm with the wife and the four kids and we've actually pulled up at Sawtell for a couple of nights on our way to Sydney. We've got a triple bunk sunseeker here and the 16-year-old's in the swag outside, which is quite lovely, <laughs> yeah. I have to say. Yeah, I bet. He's too big. He's too big for the van. So you talk about bunk beds, Chris, and I guess as we introduced you as a veteran, over the years you've seen the swing towards the families with the kids wanting to get out on the road and check out this great country of ours. Oh, mate, it's, it's been a huge shift in the industry. We sort of, our family went to Fraser Island a few years ago and we, we went without a van and I really love the experience of Fraser and when yep. I'm only coming back if I have a van and, and that sprung my motivation to come up with a, a really good family floor plan which was just a wild child. Yeah, We didn't realise the market that was craving designed, thought out family vans and we went on a pursuit, especially because of my own desires for my own family adventures, yeah. to really explore the variations that are possible with family vans and, and it was quite amazing, the evolution and then it yeah. really took off. Yeah. So tell us about it. What, what were some of the things that you added and didn't do to make it the perfect family van? Look, you've got to understand what it is for West Six people travelling on the road. So there needs yeah. to be enough storage space for or your, your clothes and your bits and your bobs. And you need to identify very clearly the length of stays that you're going to do. Are you a hopper? Are you a person that's going to be packing up every couple of days yep. and going to a new location? Or are you a stayer where you're going to go park somewhere, set up camp, set up a little village and stay there and you do that once or twice a year or are you on the road full-time? There are yeah. three very different logics that you need to yeah. approach family beings in a different way. Myself, I don't have the luxury, unfortunately, with how busy we are to hit the road full-time. I do want to do it one day. Yep. So I'm a hopper. Yeah. I'm a sort of an off-roader. Oops, sorry, that's hello. That's all right. You're a busy man, and that proves we're live, recording live. So we just keep going, Chris. We don't worry about that. <laughs> that's going to be a louder time, Make sure I'm ready for Scotty. <laughs> so you're a hopper, you were saying. I love it. I, I love those I three. Am. I love the three analogies, mate. It's just so perfect what you've said. But keep going. You're a hopper. Yeah. So look, I'm a bit more of an adventurer. I like to get to the sort of off the beaten track a bit and explore a few more remote places. So we opt between. I'm blessed with owning a caravan dealership to be able to walk into the yard and pull out any van but yeah. one of the vans that we've really enjoyed recently was a 16 foot bunk van 16 foot triple bunk vision that allowed us to get more places with especially on beach travel yeah that allowed us to get up onto some parking spots with the caravan that usually yeah. would have only been reserved for camping obviously we don't get to fit as much in but that's because we're not staying in it full time you don't need yeah. all those extra bits and bobs yeah. but really allows me to get to those more remote places and with ease yeah as you get bigger in the vans, the harder it is to get manoeuvre yeah. tracks, get a lot, traverse soft sand and things like that. So that's one of the differences, I suppose, is pick, understand the size of your van you're chasing because that'll also then match back into the car. The whole eco right. system that yeah. a lot of people don't consider, they, they look at these dual cab utes and go, oh, you can tow three and a half ton. Yeah, nah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's spot on. And I love yeah. how you, Chris, you put your vans through its paces. Like a lot of people listening 
have got the Cape as a bucket list trip. Mate, I did it with you on Creek to Coast, and we had a fantastic trip, and you towed a Vision RV all the way to the tip, mate, through the old dirty it, telly track. It was quite the adventure. Wasn't it? I'm having goosebumps now talking about it. But you, what made me think of it is because you talked about a smaller van that tracks the vehicle and, and those little tight tracks. Like if we had a bigger van, there's yes. probably no way we're doing what you did with that van. There's absolutely no way. There yeah. were certain parts through there where it was absolutely groomed for yeah. the width of a vehicle, not the width of a van. You're talking two metres versus 2.5 metres. Yeah. And... When people are trimming trees and all that kind of stuff with chainsaws, because Mother Nature does throw everything at you, yeah. the tracks are always groomed or tailored or uh, worn to the width of a vehicle or the height of a typical vehicle. Yeah. So having a van that is tracked the same as your vehicle and a pop-top, for example, will allow you to get through those tighter spaces. Yes, very much so. Yeah, what a drip. So, mate, let's get back. You're on the road. You've got the bunk, triple bunk van. You're a, you're a hopper. So... Is it easy to over 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 pack and put extra weight in the van? Is that something people are going to be mindful of? If you if you've got a couple of kids, yes. Chris, it's easy to fill it up and make it way too heavy. It is. It is. It is the propensity to take it just in case I need it. Yep. You don't. Yeah. One of the things that I suggest to a lot of customers is if it's something that's not too expensive, then if you need it, buy it. Yeah. And but if it's it, and you've got to, I'm a mechanic by trade, mate. So I suffered from the take tool kit. You could probably re-kit build an engine while yeah. I'm on the road. Yeah, I know, but I have scaled that back, Scotty. I yeah. have indeed scaled that back. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Nice, mate. Nice, mate. The caravan industry, the RV world is still going gangbusters. I know you're on the Sunshine Coast, Nickel and Wait, Kiwana. There, have you got anything new? Yes. Can can we share with the listeners? Have you got something new? You're ready to launch in 2024. Yes. We're just about to roll out a 19-foot-6 caravan, the latest Generate Gen 3. Lovely. And that's all timber-free, not only in its manu- in its shell construction, but also in all of its interior cabinetry construction. So okay. we are quite unique on that front. There's no one out there that has aluminium cabinetry as well as a fiberglass sandwich Ooh. panel composite exoskeleton. So Ooh, exciting, pretty, pretty cool stuff, mate. It is. It's, yeah. it's shaping up pretty groovy. We've got a massive outdoor kitchen on it, hot dip gal. It's really set out to be the van for all adventures. Yeah, it's wow. not tailored particularly towards anyone in particular, but it will outlast. Put it this way, mate, this will be a van that you can hand down through the generation that's going to last that long. Oh, that's exciting. So, and I'm sure people jump, sunseeker.com.au. What's the website with you guys? Is that How do I go? Do I get that yep, right? Yeah, sunseekercaravans.com.au. We'll, we'll get you there, and that'll then you can re- redirect it through to the different pages, Sunseeker yeah. Marvel or Vision Bands, to narrow your focus. Yeah. yeah. Lovely, mate. Look, I know you've got the kids waiting to go for a swim. appreciate your time, Chris Michelle. We will catch up with you on the road, I'm sure. Good on you, Scotty. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Okay, it is food time on the podcast and there's people sitting down with notebooks and pencils and pens because this bloke makes it simple, he makes it tasty. Tongs and a fire. Harry Fisher, fire to fork. How are you, buddy? I'm going very well, mate. Going very well. That's the way. Now, you've been popular. Plenty of people emailing in, just loving your recipes. They're all trying it. What are we doing this week, mate? Mate, I thought I'd give you my... In my recipe for pretty well any shellfish. Oh. So that's that. This can be used for a crayfish, a prawn, a yabby, marin, yeah. whatever you like, yeah. really. So this is the my generic shellfish marinade and technique. So there's a there's only a slight difference between the small and the big. Yep. So as in something like a crayfish versus a prawn. So basically, all you do is you get yourself 
half a bulb of garlic. So we're talking eight or, eight or so cloves. Yep. And you want to dice them up as fine as you can. Dice up a couple of chilies if you're feeling a bit adventurous. And you want to get quite a lot of olive oil. So probably half a cup of olive oil. You want to get a little bit of coarse salt, so cooking salt or even the rock salt. Pour it yep. out of your grinder. Don't grind it in. You want it to be coarse. This is quite important. And then... You chuck that into some sort of a mortar and pestle, whatever you've got really, that you can really crush it up. If you've got a blender, you can use a blender, but it, it probably won't work as well on a blender. Mortar and pestle is absolutely the way to go. And you could, the thing is you can do this at home. You don't have to do this in the bush. Yeah. So this is just a great thing. And what we want to make is a garlic emulsion, which means that it's really properly infused into the oil. It's not, that's why the blender doesn't work as well. It doesn't grind it in. And those big lumps of salt, they're the crucial bit. They are the... They are the sandpaper. They are the thing that will crush that salt and that garlic and stuff into the oil. It's, you need a bit of abrasion in there. Yeah, so that's well. what you have in the bottom of your mortar and pestle. So you grind that up, chuck it in your Tupperware, chuck it in whatever. And then all you need to do is baste your shellfish. So put it on first, yep. baste it, give it a good basting, and then grill it. Now, the grilling part of things is, I think, something that... I tell you what, once you've done this, you'll never boil another bit of shellfish. You'll never Ooh, boil a prawn. You'll never boil a crayfish. You'll never boil anything wow. ever again once you've grilled it. So you want to cut them in half, long yeah. ways. Lay the shell on, that's fine. The shell holds all the all the juice in, which is fantastic. And then once it's cooked, all the meat peels away from the shell really easily. So you cut them long ways, whole thing, pour the emulsion in, into the middle, sort of meat side up, yep. and you grill them. Now for small things, you grill them quite hot. And then you flip them yep. and you want to get both sides browned and a bit of charred. Make sure you leave those legs on there because the legs are the tastiest bit when they're charred. They're just, they're, <laughs> yeah. like, they're little, all the crispy bits. Yeah. And now for the big guys, you, your crayfish and, and your marron, you want to put them shell side down, low heat, same thing, the garlic emulsion in there. You just leave them until the meat eventually goes white and never flip them. Ah. And that will keep the moisture in there massively. Honestly, even just flipping it for one second, yeah. the meat is so much drier. And I know that everyone wants those sexy grill marks on top, but yeah. believe me, if you did a blind taste, the difference is phenomenal between oh. flipping them and not flipping them. Just leave all the juice in there. There you go. I'm a flipper. Harry, I'm a flipper. Yeah. There you go. Do not Mate, touch it, Scott. Don't touch it. It's really hard to do, and it's yeah. everyone flips it. And once you've tried the two, we, we did a test, a taste test at the four-wheel drive show one year, Yeah. and the guys who caught the craze just were completely against me. They're, no, 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 you've got to flip it. You've got to flip it. What about the grill marks? What about the grill marks? Yeah. Then they tried mine, and they went, oh, I'm never flipping another crayfish. <laughs> I'm never flipping again. <laughs> Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah. But once again, nice and simple, mate. And you can make that marinade yeah. that before you get out into the bush, as you said. Take it in a Tupperware container. That's it. Yeah. I make it in bulk. I'm, I make four cups of yeah, and it lasts me months. It's great, especially just out because you can chuck it on your fish. You can yeah. chuck it. You can chuck it in your pasta if you want. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, mate. That will be getting a run. I'm gonna I'm gonna own up right now. That will be getting a run in 2024 on Creek to Coast. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Maybe I have to catch up and do it together. Well, don't laugh. That is my goal. I want to get over to where you are and get you on the show. 100. percent That's great. the goal for 2024. Great. But mate, look, I know people get into their Google, fight a fork, Harry Fisher. Everything will come up. Cookbooks, everything Caravan and Camping website. You need to have one of these. If you haven't, you're mad. Harry, it's a pleasure, mate. We'll catch up next week. Great chat, Scotty. See you, mate. Let's go.
Now, don't forget to head to the Everything Caravan and Camping podcast page at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Sign up to the newsletter for your chance to win a $50 voucher to spend on the ECC Marketplace. Now, don't forget to catch up on all of our ECC episodes. Go to where you get your podcasts, or it's pretty simple. Head over to the website, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Let's go. Okay, it's that time of the podcast. Jason Filippini joins me. How are you, mate? Oh, Scotty, really good today. ECC. I'm on top. You are. Oh, okay. I will just leave that there. <laughs> but it's time to profile an ECC park, which there are around Australia and also New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. Quiz, how many? Uh, across Australia and New Zealand, we've got over 65 bucks. There he goes. Look at him. I knew you get that. That was not. That was just off the cuff. <laughs> but, mate, we're going to go where you manage. I live, Sunshine Coast. Yep. Lovely part of the world, Dickie Beach. Dickie Beach. Can I ask how it was named that, or is it no? That's not even oh. funny. <laughs> I would like to say it was a nudist beach once upon a time, yeah, but I don't have that answer. No, you don't have. I just thought I'd throw that in there. But I know you've got the other parks on the coast, but it's pretty popular there. Yeah, Dickie Beach. It's a council park. Yeah, it's run by two brilliant people, yep. Peter and Marie. Yep. They do a sensational job. It's right on the water. It has water views. Is it the one with the little river right near it? Yeah, yeah it's got the, yeah, the, it's the, got the creek. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and actually there's a creek that runs right through the middle as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. And it's actually a really good park, an older park. Yeah. But it's got a games room. It's got tennis court. Yeah. It's got basketball court. It's got so much going for it. It's got cabins. Yep. It's got powered sites, unpowered sites, tent sites, caravan sites. Oh, wow. It is a really good place to go. There's shops right across the road. Yeah. And it still falls into line with the ECC Family Parks mantra of just being one of those great locations. Yeah. And and popular? Popular. It is one of God's country. The sunny coast. Everyone loves it. And it is always busy. And the guys up there just do a fantastic job. So if you're really looking for somewhere different to go, they've got the pool, the tennis court. Pet friendly? No. No, Not pet friendly, that one. It's good to let people know. Yeah, no, it's not pet friendly. Right on the water. And it's one of those ones that you can, if you are just happy with the local store, the fish and chip, the surf club at the back. Wow. So, so it's, this is all within walking distance? All within walking distance. Oh, so you wow. can park the car up, you yeah. can go to the beach, you can go to the fish and chips, you yeah. can go to the surf club, and they do have a bit of a deal with the surf club. Yeah. If you're going up there and tell them that you're from the park, they do look after you. So yeah, nice. I highly recommend Dicky Beach. It and, is one of those places. Yeah, and I know it's pretty close to the beach there, so for those that want to bring a rod, yeah. be whiting. You've got river, you've got beach fishing. Yeah, a bit of whiting, a bit of dart, a bit of flathead. Yep. They get a few mud crabs in the, a couple of the local rivers and creeks. So bring your fish gear if you are going if you're keen Absolutely. to do that yeah, yeah it's, it's wow. just there is so much to do and you're up the southern end of the sunny coast so yeah. you can you know, start exploring places like caloundra yeah. there with all their nice shops and their yeah. boutique spaces so it's a really nice place yeah. to be and i guess being so popular advising anyone that's listening and thinking of going for any of the holidays or any any time for that matter Get online or give them a call. Yeah, absolutely. Get online and yeah. go, go to eccparks.com.au, yeah. yeah. everything caravan camping parks, yep. and follow the links. You'll get through to Dickey Beach. Go to Dickey Beach site straight up. Say g'day to the guys. Give them a call, and I can guarantee you they will make your stay. Yeah, and from Brizzy, probably 45 minutes. Yeah, well, north let's say side of Brizzy. Yeah, north let's, side of Brizzy, yeah. it's, a, it's an hour. Yeah, let's Centre of hour. Brisbane to there is an hour. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Dickey it's Beach. Dickey Beach, great yeah. place on earth. Yeah, good on you, mate. We'll catch up next week. Thanks, Scotty. And in terms of parks, there's 65 throughout Australia and New Zealand. Now, if you head to everythingcaravancamping.com.au, 
You can purchase an ECC Parks Family Parks Travel Reward Membership. Now, it's only 30 bucks. Now, this membership, the things it gives you is, is crazy. 10% off your stay at all of the ECC Parks and Family Parks destinations throughout Aussie here and over in New Zealand. You get discounts and deals while you travel with their rewards. You get the third night free. You get voucher. You get an entry card to their frequent camper competition. So for 30 bucks, you, you can't go wrong. So be sure to jump onto the website and check it out. Well, there we go for another week. Absolute blast here. We're Everything Caravan and Camping Podcast. Don't forget if you've got any questions, you want to raise an issue, you want a question for any of the people we talk to, we can do that easily. If you send us an email, podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Be safe out on the roads if you are travelling anywhere. See you next time. Come on. Let's go. They've got everything. Everything Caravan and Camping. They've got everything.